Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get ready for Smart Money Happy Hour. Pull up a chair. It's the happy hour you wish your friends were having. Mix two money experts with some hot takes and a splash of nostalgia, and you get me, George Camel. And me, Rachel Cruz, talking unfiltered about what's going on in the world, pop culture, and how to afford a life you love. We're talking money, celebrity budgets, and my budget for my two French Bulldogs. It's a lot. <laughs> You'll hear it all on Smart Money Happy Hour. Listen on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Buck Brief, everybody. It looks like the speaker's fight is, well, going to go on hiatus, which isn't really what I think anybody was hoping for the first time around. Uh, I don't think that this shows that there was some grand strategic plan in all of this. Um, It looks like. You will have a president, I'm sorry, a speaker pro temp who will be in this role, Patrick McHenry, and he will be leading the House for a period of time. Jim Jordan has now endorsed this plan, and so it will last for at least a few months, I think until January, because there were holdouts who would not switch their votes uh, would not turn things around so we could get a Republican speaker. I think this is a reminder uh, to everybody that a lot of what happens on Capitol Hill and a lot of the politics that we all focus on, it's really much more about um, personalities and sometimes narcissism than anything else. What exactly was the purpose of kicking out Kevin McCarthy again? So that now we can have a speaker pro temp for a few months and then figure something else out. Look, if I thought this was going to have positive long term implications for the chance of Republicans actually winning a majority in the House, I would say, okay, you know, winning a bigger majority in the House next time around. But it seems to me like this is internal squabbling that is likely to only make things more difficult for our side, that this is likely to change things in ways that, well, 
it probably won't do very much, to be perfectly frank and honest with you, but it is an indicator of a bit of disarray, a lack of leadership. But I don't find the speaker fight to be, and you know this, I don't find it to be that consequential either way. Um, what I do find consequential is that Democrats right now um, are speaking out about Israel, and some of them, Joe Biden, John Fetterman, uh, there are some some others involved in this as well, Chuck Schumer, are saying things that are what you would want to hear about U.S. support for Israel right now. And this goes to what I've been talking about all along here, which is the uh, the complexity of the Democrat positioning on the issue of, of Israel specifically. They will allow the craziest um, of their side, they will allow the far left, the radicals, to say things that are clearly anti-Israel, anti-Semitic, um, pro-terror. They won't call that out, but at the very top of the Democrat power structure, there's actually no room for that belief. They won't allow that, right? So Joe Biden, even if you go back and look at uh, the way Barack Obama, who is considered a, a particularly, even for a Democrat, Obama was a particularly anti-Israel president, but he didn't really change much in the way of U.S.-Israel policy in, in meaningful ways. Um, he said some things that occasionally annoyed then Prime Minister Netanyahu about settlements, things like about settlements, things like that. But but really, overall, there wasn't um, a change in in policy and, and there was a consistency uh, that continues to this day. The U.S. is allied with Israel, both parties, Democrat and Republican. Do we have can we play this? John John Fetterman spoke out on this issue. If we have that one. Uh, where he's talking about Israel, play it, because it's just a shock to hear Fetterman making sense. I'm always going to stand on the side of Israel, always. And now it's be, you know, it's clear that Israel was not responsible for the bombing at the, the hospital, and it's tragic that hundreds of, of innocent civilians were killed. And it was done by the same side that butchered innocent uh, Israeli citizens over in, in Israel last week. And I don't know how you can get more despicable than they already are, to now they're trying to blame Israel on that, to inflame tensions uh, all there as well, too. And I'm, I'm proud that the president visited there, and I'm going to stand with President Biden, and I'm going to stand with Israel, and I look forward to voting for whatever they need, military, intelligence, or humanitarian aid. That's correct. That's good. That's Fetterman making sense, which in and of itself is a pretty, pretty remarkable circumstance. But it just goes to show you that even some of the more um, left-wing types, even some of the individuals who you would think might have a more radical position on this stuff are actually, when push comes to shove, uh, quite pro-Israel um, and are, are willing to do what they need to do in order to support the Israeli state. So I, I thought that was uh, interesting. Oh, we also have Chuck Schumer. Uh, Chuck Schumer here speaking out in Israel. Let's play that clip. Now there's, there's proof put out by the Israelis that the rocket, of course, was not from Israel, but rather was from one of the Palestinian groups that works with Hamas. And this is what Israel's up against. Israel didn't put out a statement immediately because they were checking it. They wanted the truth. Hamas immediately said, oh, the IDF did it. They lied through their teeth. 
And, you know, for six hours, the world blamed Israel unfairly. Now the word is getting out. And I think all of us have an obligation to get that proof out that the IDF showed about that. As I've said, it never made any sense at all that you would have had uh, Israel strike this hospital. Why would Israel do that? This is at, at a time when the the moral high ground is clearly Israeli. The moral high ground for anyone who's honest about what's happening here is what is held by the Israelis. Striking a hospital is just, I know they could say, oh, well, maybe it was some kind of an accident, but that's for the Israelis at this stage. It just wasn't plausible. It didn't make any sense. What did make sense was what we now know is true because of a whole range of intelligence reporting. And that is that Palestinian Islamic Jihad, another militant group in the region, fired off a rocket and it struck the hospital. I've been wondering if perhaps there was anything there that caused secondary explosions because there was so much damage done by this rocket. But I don't know the uh, the size that, you know, the um, caliber, if you will, of the of this rocket that that hit the hospital. Uh, but all the people who ran with that story and were completely wrong when they ran with it uh, seem entirely fine with the fact that they were effectively in the process of defaming the uh, Israelis and the Jews. That was the whole point. They saw it as an opportunity. Rashida Tlaib doesn't feel like she did anything wrong by reporting on this story and incorrectly, um, or I should say, you know, commenting on the story and, and incorrectly saying this was the fault of Israel because it was an, it allowed her to attack Israel, and that's the single most important thing. The Tunnel of the Towers Foundation delivers on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices America's greatest heroes have made for us. Heroes who risk their lives to keep our communities and our country safe. Heroes like United States Marine Corps Captain and Pilot Jeremy Sachs. Captain Sachs sustained fatal injuries when his military aircraft crashed during training, killing him and five other service members. He's remembered by loved ones as courageous, brilliant, and devoted to his career, family, and friends. Sachs is survived by his wife, Amber, who gave birth to their second daughter three months after his death. Tunnel to Towers paid the mortgage on the family home for Amber and their two daughters. The foundation has helped over 1,000 military and first responder families navigate the worst of times by removing the burden of a mortgage payment. Our nation's heroes and their families need your help now more than ever. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Tunnel to Towers Foundation, T2T. Org. It is a fantastic organization, and if you can please um, do anything to donate to them, uh, it is worth every penny you can you can spare. So Joe Biden on Air Force One um, spoke about his efforts to get a humanitarian corridor opened here. Let's let's play this clip so you can hear from Biden himself about how the a primary mission for him is the humanitarian corridor. When we took off. My goal was multifold, but basically to get humanitarian aid into Gaza uh, and to uh, and get as many Americans out who wanted to get out, could get out, as possible. And uh, so we got a commitment, as you know, from the uh, from uh, the Israelis, including their unanimous vote of their war cabinet and the prime minister. And uh, the second thing was that. Uh, I wanted to make sure there was a vehicle a mechanism that this could happen quickly. So the humanitarian concerns obviously loom very large here. 
Uh, and that's that's understandable. And that's something that um, I would say we should we also should support. There are innocents in Gaza. There are lots of them. There are people who just happen to live there and have nothing to do with Hamas, have never uh, fired a rocket, a rifle or even thrown a rock in anger at the Israelis. They are stuck in this virtual prison camp that is run by Hamas. And so they should not be made to uh, unduly suffer and whatever accommodations could be made to prevent them talking, especially now about children, the elderly, uh, prevent them from suffering in this process should be done. But there's also a lot of chatter right now about how Joe Biden and his White House are uh, talking to the Israelis, specifically Netanyahu and the heads of the various uh, Israeli military branches about the, the need for restraint. And I just have to say the Israelis have always shown an admirable restraint given the force disparity between them and the uh, entities, the terrorist groups like Hamas. Uh, but beyond that, imagine if somebody was coming up to us, uh, some uh, foreign country, one of our allies, and telling us after 9-11, uh, lecturing us on laws of war and restraint. Israel just suffered something that is very similar to 9-11 in scope and scale and devastation. And we, when you think about what a small country Israel is in particular, and the Israelis have an absolute right to defend themselves. And there's no way that they can successfully defend themselves without military action, without killing people in Hamas. They're going to have to kill members of Hamas. That is a fact. That is a reality. And they're going to have to do so with a uh, greater thoroughness and resolve than they probably ever have before. So why the Biden administration thinks it should be in a position here to be telling Israel uh, what it should be doing and, and how it should be operating I would hope that Joe Biden was just more focused on getting back any Americans who are possibly hostages or who are being who are being held right now by Hamas. You would think that that should be Biden's absolute first priority. You're not hearing very much about that, though. Let's let's hear from chalk for a second. When guys go looking for solutions to have more energy and more stamina, it's only because the easy ideas aren't working. More sleep, a second cup of coffee, whatever it is, energy drinks. The better solution is from chalk, and it's called the male vitality stack. It's a supplement set you take daily because it contains all natural ingredients that provide energy to the body. In fact, the leading ingredient has been proven in studies to replenish diminished amounts of testosterone in a guy's body. That's helpful because testosterone is a source of energy within a man's body. When you have enough testosterone in your body, you've got the energy and focus to accomplish a whole lot more. Find this online at chalk.com. That's spelled with a Q as in C-H-O-Q.com. Save yourself 35% of your subscription for life when you use my name, Buck, in your purchase. That's chalk, C-H-O-Q dot com. Use the name Buck for 35% off, C-H-O-Q dot com. Check out chalk today. That's the Buck Brief. Shields high. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been committed to supporting our nation's first responders and veterans, heroes who put their lives on the line for our communities and our country, heroes like U.S. Army Major Jonathan Turnbull. Major Turnbull sustained devastating injuries at the hands of an ISIS suicide bomber. The complete loss of his left eye, a puncture to his right eye, he needed more than 20 surgeries and countless hours of rehabilitation. Tunnel to Towers paid off his mortgage and gave him a specially adapted smart home designed for his needs. He moves around his home more easily now. His home also gives him hope. With help from people like you, the Foundation supports families like the Turnbulls. Join Tunnel to Towers in supporting America's heroes, our nation's catastrophically injured veterans and first responders, homeless veterans, Gold Star families, 
and the families of fallen first responders. Donate $11 a month to Tonta Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. 